Okay, everybody, I hope you're doing well. This Dvar is dedicated in the honor of Elio Ben Menachem Mendel Hakoin, Dr. Gason, someone who I looked up to, who I really looked at as a, as a, a second father figure for me, and uh, was blessed to raise a beautiful family, a family of happiness, a family of love, of joy, of music, and Be'ezrat Hashem, his Neshama Shevan Aliyah, for all the tremendous chuyot, all the tremendous chuyot that his family generates for him, Continue, should, it should continue to be a source of nachas, of nichum, and Ritz Hashem, of Mashiach coming, will be zochet to see him again. Now, Parshat Netzavim, Parshat Netzavim, for those who are of my Sarri brethren, this week's Parsha comes off the heels of the previous portion where the nation heard all of the stern curses that befall them, and will befall them, God forbid, if they fail to listen to Akash Baruch Moshe tells them, Atem Netzavim Ayom, Kuchem! The heads of the tribes, you, your elders, and your fathers, you're standing here today before me. And the question is, why is Moshe Rabbeinu telling Klai Yisrael what they're doing? I mean, first of all, they're already standing. There's something that is obviously that he's trying to elicit from the imagery of the fact they're standing before them. So Rashi tells us, quoting from the Medjit Nachuma, that uh, when Klai Yisrael heard the tremendous close, the scary, scary close, what did they do? Hiruku Peneim, they got very green, their faces turned green were pale, but they became queasy from the concept, from the fear of hearing the Klaus. And he said, oh my God, who's going to withstand these curses? We're not going to be able to withstand. We're not going to be able to succeed in the challenges that the curses are bringing along with them. It's a pachad. It's a scary thing. But Moshe, Miyad, says, Moshe started to pacify them, to relax them. And he said, look, you're standing here today. There have been many people before. There, you many times have angered Hakadosh Baruch Hu, but Hashem never destroyed you. Take a look. So Moshe Ben is telling Klai Yisrael that don't be scared. You see, yes, you're scared, you're nervous, but look, you're still here today. Now the question is, we have obviously in reference to the Orchei Hamachama, the imagery that the the Kohen, the, the, the Kohen uses to scare Klai Yisrael to filter out the weaklings going into war is very similar to the imagery that the actual Klaus use. The field, the vineyard, it seems like the, we're, we're using the fear for the very intended purpose. Of the, I mean, the Klaus is meant to scare you. And yet, the Klaus are scaring them, but Moshe Abedin is coming and telling them, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, you're fine. Hey, many times you've, you've bothered Hashem, many times you've angered Hashem, and yet look, you've never actually been destroyed. So the question is, why is Moshe Rabbeinu, in a sense, devaluing or discrediting the curses? He's, dis- he's, dis- he's discrediting the entire concept of the Klaus. Well, it's going to destroy you, you're going to be totally run up and out, terrible. Moshe says, eh, it doesn't really mean anything. Is that fair? Is that serving the greater purpose? Seemingly, it's not. Seemingly, it ha- you have to take these things pretty seriously. So my Rebbe of Weinfeld, Chatzko Weinfeld, gives a beautiful shot. He says like this, that Moshe Rabbeinu saw Klaus Yisrael, that if they're holding at a certain point in their life, and then they're at that madrega, that darga, where just the thought itself of the of the curse is already causing them that anxiety, is causing them that fear, then they're doing okay. And Mamela Moshe said, don't worry, you're not, look, but your heart is in the right place, you're in the right direction, you're going the right, the right place. And this var is so ba- massive, has such massive implications for us, for Shoshana, for Elo, for Shoshana, Yom Kippur, for the whole year round, but specifically in this time of growth of Elo that we try to put that emphasis on. Because 
How often are we so down and out about what, we, what we're doing, or what we're not doing, or what we're failing, or what we're falling beneath what our standard of what we want, our goals of what we planned? But if anyone ever stopped for two seconds to realize that you're feeling bad about your spiritual life, that means you care about spirituality. That means you're a spiritual individual. That means you care about the Rebbe Shalom. It's a beautiful thing. I heard a good line once. Somebody said, bad people don't stop to wonder if they're being good, which implies that you're a good person, that you're worried about whether you're being good or not. There's billions of people on this earth. How many people are actually seriously thinking about Inyone Ruchnias? And your mom is sitting here and you're concerned, you're scared, you're, you don't know whether or not you're doing the right thing. You're in the right place. You're on the right direction. With that attitude, the attitude of, it's okay, Obviously, we're still pushing for more. But wherever you are right now, you're doing okay. We should be caring individuals. We should have our hearts and our minds open to continued ruchnis and continued gashmis. I wish everyone a tiva v'chatima tova hashana tuka metuka and a year of tremendous, tremendous brachot. All the best.